helping you live an ordinary life in an extraordinary way. This is Your Health with Dr. Burgundy Collins. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to today's show. My name is Dr. Burgundy Collins. I am a licensed chiropractor and I practice in Northern Virginia. Thank you so much for joining me today on this show or on this episode rather of This Is Your Health. Now, This Is Your Health is a show about how you can live your very ordinary life in a very extraordinary way. So basically, and I'm not saying that your life is ordinary or boring uh, by any means, or making assumptions you may have a, a fun, filled, exciting life, jumping on the planes and traveling and all sorts of things. I'm not talking about ordinary in the sense of that, your extracurricular activities or hobbies or interests. When I say ordinary, I mean just a regular everyday life that the average person is living. You wake up in the morning, you handle some responsibilities with your family. If you have family in the house with you, you shoot out the door, run to work, do work responsibilities, come back home, may or may not get a workout in during the day, come home, uh, get some dinner, perhaps veg out in front of the television or read a book or whatever it is. Just uh, everyday, normal, 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 average life for the average human being, right? But this show is about taking just those ordinary things and making just a, a few little adaptions or changes that you could possibly implement in your life and thus have an extraordinary life. So the show is really about making small measure changes that will culminate into big changes in your lifestyle and allowing you to have a fuller life health-wise and wellness-wise. But uh, So that's, that's what this show is about, okay? So this is actually the second episode. Uh, thank you for joining me on the show. I'm very excited about the information that I've gathered for you today. We can all learn and grow together on today's show about a new level in healthcare, which is the connection between the mind and the body. And yes, it's a real thing. There's a lot of science behind the connection um, between the mind and the body. And we're going to delve into it today about how stresses can impact your immune system, how your thinking can impact your immune system, how those thinkings can possibly lead you to depression and, and other unhealthy states of mind. And how you can use simple things like exercise to kind of balance those things out for you. So let's first begin by talking about the effects of stress on your immune system. Okay, a lot of times uh, we don't really think about how stress can impact our immune system. We just go through the stress and don't really think about anything else except for those stressing factors that are impacting us directly. But did you know that 70% of all illnesses and disease can be attributed to stress? Stress can be triggered by both good and bad things, okay? Stress is not just bad things. The stress can be good things, such as new marriages, new jobs, buying a new car or new house, and also just regular daily demands, such as commuting, arranging childcare, or being overcommitted at work. Now, there's a whole new field of study um, that focuses on the connection between the mind and the body. The field of study is called psychoneuroimmunology. And I have to break it down when I say it. Psychoneuroimmunology psychoneuroimmunology and I'm a nerd so I mean I could probably make a rap out of it because um, I get down like that you know but uh, <laughs> this field of study was discovered or came about um, when it was discovered that the spleen the thymus and lymph nodes have sympathetic innervation now when I say sympathetic innervation um, that refers to the fight or flight um, system in our body when your body is faced with some type of danger you're trying to get away or escape some type of harm um, there are certain things that occur in your body um, to get you, your body ready to evade that threat. So whether it be like a, 
something jumping out in front of your car, you got to hit the brakes, or a wild animal jumping at you, or a person, you know, trying to come in contact with you in a, in a not-so-nice way. Um, our body goes through a series of reactions um, to, to get us to react to this stress, right? So during this phase of stress reaction, um, um, epinephrine, norepinephrine, antidiuretic hormones are all secreted. Well, these hormones have effects on our bodies that will increase our heart rate to get the blood pumping faster, get the rep our respiration rate, you know, increase. We can breathe faster, get more oxygen um, in our bodies and the blood flowing, um, increase blood flow to our skeletal muscles so we can run if we need to or swing if we got to swing, um, decrease blood flow to the digestive organs and sex organs because if you're about to get in a fight or kill or attack, the last thing you want to do is have your body try to digest that Twinkie you might have eaten a few moments before or getting your body ready to get in it with somebody on a you know sexual type level. You're not thinking about sex, you're not thinking about food, you're thinking about getting away from that harm or from that threat. So that's why um, those these types of reactions occur in your body so that you can get away. Um, the antidiuretic hormone elevates so that in case you fight, and you may lose that fight and lose blood, uh, the ADH will help preserve the body fluid levels <laughs> in your body. So the things that I just um, aforementioned that occur when your body's in a state of um, harm or threat, uh, this fight or flight situation, it's supposed to be just for a short term, right? However, if you have a lot of stresses coming at you, you know, on a regular basis, day to day, and your body is reacting as if there's a bear attacking you or as if you're trying to stop yourself from getting into a car accident, you are going to feel these types of stresses more often than what your body is really capable of handling. So as a result, you're going to be in a high level of stress all the time or more often than you ought to be. Therefore, you're going to have these processes that are only supposed to occur at short spurts throughout our day-to-day, -day, if at all, on a daily basis. You, your body's going to have these, this norepinephrine and epinephrine and the ADH pumping through your, your body all you know, in a more often period and as a result it's going to trigger other types of hormones that are going to be released to your body um, another stress hormone that that's triggered a lot when your body is at that high level of stress is cortisol now cortisol is to be considered um, along with epinephrine and norepinephrine to be one of the stress hormones in our body but one of the bad things about having cortisol flow through your body so often and so much is that the effect of cortisol on your body is to suppress the immune system. Yes. So one of the hormones that is secreted throughout your body, it flows through the blood when you're stressed out or in a constant state of stress is cortisol. And what that does is that it directly decreases your immune system, which is not a good thing at all. Okay? It decreases the inflammatory response decreases the allergy response. So your body is more susceptible to inflammation, to allergies, T cell production is decreased, um, cytokine, which is involved in fever induction. And I know and let me just back up for a split second before I go a little further. A fever is a sign, if you don't know, of your body's attempt to fight off, to ward off something, to ward off an invader. When you're expressing a fever in your body, Yes, it indicates that you may be ill or sick, but a fever is a good sign because it's showing that your body is fighting off something that is in your body that does not need to be there. So let me give you a little bit of science behind this. Um, in the early 1980s, psychologist Janice Glazer, she's a PhD.
PhD, immunologist Ronald Glazer, who's also a PhD, of the Ohio State University College of Medicine, they were intrigued by some animal studies that linked stress to infection. So what they did from 1982 all the way through 1992 is that they studied medical students. They discovered that the student's um, immune system went down every year under the simple stress of a three-day exam period. Now, I've been, I haven't been in medical school, but I've been in chiropractic school, and I, I'm sure it's pretty similar. Um, we have, we've had those exam periods, and you're stressed to the max. You've been up all night studying, and everything just feels like it's just hanging on by, by a thread. You can be very stressed out during the, during the exam period um, where you're in a medical or chiropractic school. So these students were under a lot of stress, and their immune system and their immune function went down every single year during the time period they were taking these examinations. They also found out that the test takers had fewer natural killer cells, which are used to fight tumors and viral infections, very important cells in our body. They also um, stopped or almost stopped producing um, the interferons and the T cells, which are used for boosting the immune um, system and the T cells um, response to invaders pretty much stopped. So that's the science behind it. That's pretty much how this whole field of study, psycho, neuro, immunology, um, kind of got started. It got its foot. This field of study also focuses on the biology of stress and provides important research for the validation of the chiropractic theory that links subluxation to impaired or altered immune response. Now, the chiropractor is something very close to my heart. Um, if you never heard the phrase subluxation is a big word that basically means um, the presence of nerve interference um, due to the misalignment of a bone. So basically, the nerves aren't able to function the way that they're supposed to function and thus provide the messages from the brain to the rest of the body like they're supposed to due to inflammation and misalignments um, of the bones in your spinal cord and also other parts of the joints of the body. Submit your health-related questions on Twitter and Facebook now at Dr. Burgundy. That's D-R-B-U-R-G-A-N-D-I.